financially smart. It's not how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. Well, it's time for that standing appointment uh, that we have every single Monday with Eunice Sibia. I hope you've caught our uh, uh, poll online and I will share the results and the question a bit later. But today we're talking about car financing and a car is an important purchase and it could make a positive or negative difference in your life. And having the right finance options makes a huge difference. So can you afford a car? Are you thinking about buying a new one or maybe you're struggling to pay off your existing car loan? Um, if you're struggling to make the right decision regarding your car finance, then you want to stay tuned because Eunice is uh, going to be focusing on this for today's conversation. Hello. Hello, uh, hello, everybody. It's raining. You You come with the rain. Even last week it was. So welcome. Is it all me? (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay. All right. I withdraw. But here you are out of the rain and nice and dry. So we're talking about car finance options today that hopefully we'll look at our individual circumstances and make the right decision around uh, uh, the types of the type of finance that suits us. So we should, um, you know, cars are such a beautiful, uh, um, I won't call it an asset. It's not an asset. No, it's lovely to own it. But hey, man, it comes with problem and stories and mm. yeah mm. on the you know both sides of the con exciting and not ex- so exciting they're not cheap they're so not cheap eh? no no even the entry level what we refer to entry level mm-mm, it isn't cheap however it has become a necessity right and not only in Gauteng, almost everywhere right. it has become a necessity however you know there are things uh, that critical elements uh, as Anya, that we need to to take into account and i think that's what we we, we really want to focus uh, on today that you need to understand the different uh, types of vehicle um options that are out there structured differently for different uh, flavors and different needs of, of consumers and what you as a consumer is supposed to be in the know of and do uh, yeah. so that at least that purchase isn't very painful Right. And the lines are open to you, as you know, right through 011-883-0702. And we're talking about car finance and why you should put affordability. <laughs> I'm sure you agree with this. <laughs> Eunice, affordability above status and luxury. So why is the type of finance you need so important? So whether you're buying a not so new, they yeah. call it, uh, not so new. Pre-loved. Or, or pre-loved. pre-loved. Yes. Yeah. Or brand new. It doesn't matter. There's this thing that we need to 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 also master choosing the right pricing option mm-hmm. or funding option, whatever you want to, you want to 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 refer to, because it can either damper you know your your personal finances or it can make the whole experience a, a beautiful one. And maybe not so many people have experienced that, mm-hmm. but we're hoping that you know from the customers, uh, the the listeners that are going to call in would have beautiful experiences. Mm-hmm. So you could um, find yourself trapped uh, into a payment plan or payment uh, structure that actually will cost you more than you can you can afford or make make the whole experience miserable. Mm-hmm. The T's and C's. Always do apply. Use those contracts. Understand the fine them. Print. That fine print. Wear glasses if you need to. <laughs> but all I'm saying is you need to know what's in it. Do not get consumed by the excitement of purchasing a new car. Mm. Uh, whether pre-owned or not. And it's forget the rest. You. And forget the rest. Because you might find yourself very sorry in a month or two. You know, and at times you find that it's not, it's not easy coming out or undoing that, that, that contract. Mm. So T's and C's are very, very important. Mm. Because, um, you know, 
it, it, you have you have to make sure that whatever it is that you do in in the purchasing of the car matches your finances, matches um, to your point affordability, matches the need. Why why do you want the car? So the size of the car, the shape of the car, the everything of the car matters, and the price, of course. Yes. All right. You know, so yeah. On Tuesdays, I see we, you're smiling. On Tuesdays, <laughs> we talk cars, and last oh. week we were talking about cars, and someone said, "Oh, because I mentioned that uh, I drive a, a, a an Opel Adam from mm-hmm. time to time. Mm-hmm. It's it's a car that I thought I was buying for my for my daughter, uh, but she's not ready yet. So I drive it a lot because oh, right. I love uh, the maintenance on it, yeah, how yeah, yeah. fuel efficient it is. The big one can sit at home. Yeah. But someone saw me on the highway and then they sent a tweet to say, I was shocked to say, I was shocked to see you driving that car. And I thought, oh, okay, so you are a status concerned person. That's the and thing. you actually don't even realize the thinking and the rationale behind it. The kilometers that I clock every day. So, in so, doing business and coming to work and all of that, I just thought I can't justify a car. Exactly. Th- yeah. Other people do not realize that in your case. And you know what the sad part is? Some of them don't think of those elements for themselves. Mm-hmm. We just get consumed and hyped up by the latest, mm-hmm. the biggest, the whatever that's in that we want to find ourselves in. We're forgetting that if you can't afford the monthly repayments and everything that comes with that car, you could end up being blacklisted. That beautiful car that you're bragging around with can be repossessed on the freeway. I've mm-hmm. seen somebody being followed on the freeway because they've been running away. They caught up with him on the freeway. He had Uh-oh. to take out everything from the boot and stuff like that. You wouldn't want to, to, to experience that kind of a thing. Not mm-hmm. at all. So I thought the big one can stay. I don't want that kind of mileage on it. Yeah. And then the running around every day can go on a car that's affordable to maintain the tires. It makes sense. Mo- everything about it. So Eunice, put your headphones on. We've got quite a few uh, Ooh, important already. calls. Uh, Dumi, you're calling from Pretoria. Hi, Dumi. Hi, how are you guys? Very good. Welcome. Hi, Dumi. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I just want to know: is it a wise, is it a wise financial decision to you to use your house bond to to buy a car? In other words, to refinance your house bond to buy a car. To me, you should <laughs> see my face right now. <laughs> it's a clear no. It's a bad idea. Um. There's quite a few elements. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? But even your voice tells me that you know what the answer should be. That nervousness. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Look, (laughs) a a bond is an expensive loan. Mm. So Mm -hmm. compare compare the structure of your bond, compare the terms left before you complete you finish it off, compare the interest rate and what have you, and then do the same with the vehicle finance that you have been offered if you have applied or apply for one and compare the two. I, I wish you could sit with somebody who's very sensible. To, to, to give you the best advice mm-hmm. because both of them are very delicate. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's very, uh, yes. But can we finance? look at that refinancing of a bond in future? Yes. What the implications are? Beautiful. Right. We'll yeah. put it on our agenda, but do nice from, question to me. Yes. Thank you for it. But Eunice says, bad idea. Get the <laughs> best. Be very well informed about every single aspect, the minutia of both uh, of different thank options. Thank you. And then Christopher in Randburg. Hello. Hi, Azania. Hi, Christopher. Hi. Hi. Um, and, and hi to your guest as well. Hello. Um, Hello, with Chris. me, you know, I've had my car for about eight years now. It's paid off and it's serving me very well, but I feel like I need something new. Mm-hmm. Right? But I've been looking at rent-to-own options uh, because it doesn't affect your credit report. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not subject to interest rates and things like that. And it, it often comes with a service plan. Um, Built and, into it. Okay. Um, and with, like, Tracker as well. Uh, the deposit is often very high, but I'm, but I'm mm-hmm. actually looking at options like that. 
And then the monthly installments are quite affordable also. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at that as an alternative. It is pre-loved. Um, it's very seldom you get a new car to rent it But, um, but yeah, I'm finding that, that, you know, I, I, it's not a need. My 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 my, my cost is certainly very very well. Mm-hmm. So you can take your um, time. You can afford. New. Yeah, yes. you can afford to take your time, Christopher. Beautiful, Christopher. Let's let's look at that. Thank you for the question. Mm. Just listen out on the radio because I think then we can look at the various financing options and maybe you will find one uh, uh, that suits mm. you as well. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Thank you. So what are, let's start with the one that he's put forward, mm. the rent to own option. So the rent to own, so this is now we, we're tapping into the different options yes. that, that listeners can, can, can use or need to be mindful of so that you are able to choose the mm. best one that fits mm. your pocket, that suits your needs and, 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 and don't just take anyone that's put under your nose. So the rent to option, I mean, um, rent to own option, it's almost like the lease agreement that I'm, I'm going to refer to. Yeah. So this is where you, you buy a car. Um, not with intention to to own, or you can buy on a rent uh, uh, basis, um, and at the end you can decide whether you want to take ownership or you send you give it back. But on both um, options, there are very strict uh, terms and conditions that do apply because if you're renting it, there it's it's not yours like 100% because you're renting. It's not like the instalment agreement that most people uh, use mm-hmm. when I buy it off. Uh, from the dealer or wherever and I'm paying it off so that at the end of the payment or the end of the term it becomes mine so that's when I'm purchasing when I use installment agreement I'm purchasing with the intention to own at the Mm -hmm. end of the payment and installment is lower hence the amount that's due at the end if you want to own it oh gosh I'm gonna come to that okay do not do not complicate my flow because I want that to to stand on its own I'll talk to you're referring to the balloon payment I'll come to that one Mm -hmm. it it makes me cringe every day I want to cry already (laughs) the lease agreement and 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 rent to own stuff like that there are there are very strict conditions because if you're renting it it's not yours it's somebody else's mm-hmm. you're renting so there's going to be rules that the dance must be this and the mileage must be that and everything so go into that one with wide eyes okay. same as the lease agreement you're leasing the car that doesn't belong to you but you must be mindful what the the, the conditions say at the end that you'll give it back and what are the conditions of giving it back what how the do they want it, it must be in the state it must be in the, the mileage, mileage and the everything mm-hmm. or you, it's a lease agreement but at the end it's open for you to take over what are the conditions okay. so i've mentioned two uh, options at the moment mm-hmm. uh, installment agreement and, and lease agreement which is more, not far from rent to to own mm. i will quickly put in the balloon pay payment here i was going to touch on it later so the balloon payment is what most people opt for azania for me it's not the best i'm putting it very mildly oh oh right what it is it's like when you've bought a big piece of meat and you know that you're not going to use it all right now you take a portion of it you hold it in the deep freezer right mm. a while later when you pull it out it has a whole deal of frost on it that's how I define balloon payment. Mm. So you, you buy a car that is expensive, right? Let's face it. It's expensive. You are not affording it right now. Mm-hmm. You, you want it. You love it so much. So the arrangement is that, okay, fine. At the moment, this car is 750,000 rand. You qualify for 500,000 rand. We'll take the 250,000 rand, put it in the chest freezer. And defer it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You service the 500,000 rand that you qualify for as if you've bought a car for 500,000 rand. Mm. At the end of the term, if it's a five-year term, at the end of the term, they're like, oh, Miss, Miss Eunice, please come back. We need now to open the chest freezer and deal with what has been frosting in it. So that piece of meat that you put away, 
And so what you're going to have to deal with a frost before you get to the meat. Mm. That's the interest that would have been accumulated by the 250,000 rand that has been put aside for you as a balloon payment. Mm. It comes out ballooned. So at the end of that term, you better have some serious hard cash. At the end of the term, you better you better have something serious to work with because you might find that this five-year-old car isn't breathing very well at, the, at, at that time. You need to, you know, get rid of, of it and get a new car. However, you still have the balloon payment. The balloon payment. Mm. Then some people say, okay, I'll top it up onto my new vehicle. People are swimming in debt because of such uh, decisions. So a balloon payment for me just tells you that you actually are not right now affording that car. Mm-hmm. Take something less because the payment that they're going to finance is what you qualify for at the time. It's an option. It's out there. Mm-hmm. You take it. It's up to you. Be mindful. What is it that you're opting for? And take it with open eyes. That you might be crying at the end of that you term. Could. I just want to add two, three money. more um, other options. So at F&B, on, over and above the, these that we have, we have what we call a dealership finance. This is where we allow consumers to buy uh, vehicles that are older than 10 years. Mm. Yeah. So it's a, it's a differently structured, uniquely structured finance option. You yeah. can read up on it if you're interested. So there's, dealership there's, is no less than 10 years. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 10 years and older. Beautiful babies, if, you, if you're interested in, in, in pre-owned and with that age on them. Private vehicle finance is, is you know, when we're servicing units, selling a car to Azania or the other way around, they help you facilitate with that process. It also has its own terms and conditions. There's a 20-year-old uh, privately owned cars that sit in that space. You, you can read up on it. I'm just mentioning the different uh, options in mm-hmm. the interest of time. Mm-hmm. There's also what you call leisure finance. What's leisure finance? Mm, all these funny things. Sounds like I'm not, I'm not I don't have to work <laughs> for it. <laughs> <laughs> There are people that can afford things for leisure. It can be that beautiful big holly that you've been wanting to ah. have. It can be a yacht. It can be whatever. Oh, I yes, see. a helicopter. I need kind to know about thing. this. I'll yeah. be buying a boat one you day. You see? Yes, it'll sit in the leisure finance thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So for things like that, for yep. items we might fancy like that. So oh, there are quite a few options. And as you said, we must really look through it with a fine tooth comb. Do not go into them blind, blindfolded. And we must understand the terms of the loan. Clearly. Like with any other loan, do your homework. Mm-hmm. That's what we always uh, advocate for. Go in, uh, in, in the know. Do not be in the dark because then you're going to end up signing for things that you do not understand or you did, maybe you're going to say they didn't tell you yes. and stuff like that. And then instead of enjoying this beautiful car of yours, you, you find yourself in trouble. Remember that we buy cars for different reasons. Mm. It could be just for convenience. Mm. It could be for the business. Mm. It could be for morning. You know, it could be for anything. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, what is it that, that you're buying the car for? Because that should also be form, uh, form part of the elements that you take into account when you're deciding the amount and the type of car. So we ran a poll earlier on. We said, when you look at your current car finance agreement, are you happy with the decision that you made when you purchased your car? And the results are as such. 14% said, yes, I have a good deal. Mm-hmm. One for 14%. Mm-hmm. And then 42% said, not applicable, don't have car debt. Mm-hmm. And then 44% said, no, paying too much. Mm. So 44% of the respondents in this particular poll felt that uh, they are not happy with yeah. the agreement that they entered. So there are a number of very important elements that we need to consider when signing a car loan. Always. Yeah. So let's. what are them? Just a quick uh, a sense of what those are. Okay. In no particular order, but mm-hmm. they are all equally important. The loan term that you're signing for could it be 36 months, 48 months, 60 months. Okay. 
how long is this term? And, and the duration um, of the loan could be determined by a few factors. It could be that maybe the monthly repayment is higher and you want to reduce it. Mm-hmm. So the term, as it extends, it'll reduce the payment. Bear in mind, though, that for as long as you have this loan open, you pay interest. Yes. So yes. calculate. It increases the interest. It'll increase the result. interest. At the end of the loan, mm. when you, what you've paid back would be much higher because of the long term yeah. and the, mini, the, 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 the smaller amount of, of, of premiums that you've been paying. Number two, use the opportunity to pay a deposit. So prepare before you enter into this agreement. Mm. That also works in your favor because it shows a great deal of readiness. I'm already doing the sums. You made an example of a car valued at 500,000 rand, 10% mm-hmm. of that, what, 50,000 rand. Yeah. Just be ready. Just 10%. be ready. 10% is, is a good sum you know, okay. of, of interest. You are indicating that you've been ready and at least you, 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 you've been in, in the... In the um, discipline of putting mm-hmm. money away. That's, mm-hmm. that's the assumption, but obviously your history could tell otherwise. But it just indicates um, readiness. But it, the beauty is that it will take down uh, the capital amount. It will also give you a muscle to negotiate for interest rate and terms and stuff okay. like that because, you know, you're putting something as some stake on the table, mm. you know, so you can open up a conversation around that. Um, number three, uh, choose between variable interest rate or fixed interest rate. Um, this also applies on home loans. We're going to mention, uh, talk about this when we talk about home loans. So a variable is the open rate. Mm-hmm. So when prime goes up, then you are affected. When prime comes down, you are smiling. Uh, fixed is, it's fixed yeah. for, for, for the duration. And fixed is usually higher than the going rate because they, you know, like again, it's speculation. They don't know, um, how, how high the buy is going to go or the, you know, how low it's going to go. So mm. they just speculate and, look at history and project and stuff like that and um, mm. make a calculation. So they, they both are good, but just decide what is it that you feel like or what's going to work for you, not necessarily what you feel like, what is going to work for you, what makes sense for you, whether you're taking a fixed rate or a variable right. interest rate. Gosh, I feel like there's still so much more to understand, but we are <laughs> out of time, but we need to uh, allow our listeners an opportunity to enter the, the competition, right? So um, if you want to stand a chance of winning 5,000 Rand, you need to enter the competition. Listen every week and answer every week's question correctly. And you dial star 120 star 387 hash and then simply follow the prompt. You need to be 18 years or older, a South African citizen, um, but you don't need to uh, strictly bank with uh, FNB. So what's the question today, Eunice? It goes, a fixed interest rate option means your interest rate is fixed to inflation and will be affected as interest rate change. Correct or false. Right. So that's the question for this week. And to stand a chance, you must listen to all our questions every single week. And that was Be Financially Smart. Go to uh, BFS at uh, bfseducation.co.za if you want to uh, engage more uh, privately and directly with the team.